Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 57 of Turtle Recall. I'm your host, Jason Sohail, and joined with me, as always, is my ever so lovely and totally can make coffee disappear wife, Anna. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello, how's it going? <laughs> it's been good, and I love my coffee. That's right, that's right. D this this podcast has been sponsor sponsored by coffee. Without coffee, this podcast cannot function. <laughs> if any coffee companies out there want to send us free coffee, well, mainly her, because I don't like to drink coffee. <laughs> I think I blew my chances for coffee sponsorship now. I mean, if any uh, coffee company want me to be their influencer, they can. Uh, yes. Yes, 100%. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right about that. Uh, this week, we are talking about the episode, The Great Boldini. With magic! And, you know, one of my favorite shows to watch during the summertime. I don't know if it's going to come this summer. Penn and Teller! That's right, Penn and Teller! I love that show! It's, like, awesome! <laughs> and, like, it's funny because, like, I'll try to watch other magic shows and I can't really get into them. I'll, like, watch some acts, but I'm like, oh, okay. But Penn and Teller is just, I don't know, it's, it's fun. I really like that one. It's so fun. Yeah, and mainly because of the magician duo. Uh, but yeah, we are going to talk about that episode. But something before we talk about it, I do want to bring up because when asking um, for memories and that kind of stuff from people, this is what at Von Michael thirteen actually had to say about this episode. He said because of the Burger King BHS, I've I have fond memories of this episode my sister and i would watch it over and over and because of that i actually i want to bring this up because this episode is the last burger king vhs episode so uh, burger king uh was uh giving the vhs yes burger king was giving the vhs exactly and that's actually what i want to talk about like um, a like a i, I want to talk about like like how like they gave like how like you know they had their Ninja Turtle promotional uh, VHS items because a lot of kids had these. Oh, uh, and like uh, I I unfortunately was not one of them. I'll get into that later. And if you guys have listened to our previous podcast before, you would know how my mother feels about VHS tapes and <laughs> why uh why like getting the Cowabunga Shredhead uh VHS tape was such a big deal for me. <laughs> but yeah, so. Back in 89, Burger King uh, released four Ninja Turtle uh, VHS tapes. Oh, that's, that's fun. Yes, exactly. It, 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 it was really fun. Uh, the episode, uh, the, each of these tapes only had one episode. The episodes were uh, April Fools, which they titled it April Foolish for some reason. Uh, then there was The Great Boldini, which is the episode we're talking about today. Uh, Invasion of the Turtle Snatchers. And Sky Turtles. So all four of these episodes were from season three. Some of these all, depending on the area you're in, some of these already aired uh, when 
when Burger King released them, and then there were some that didn't air, and I, I fondly remember uh, this episode, like, in our area, when where I grew up, did not air on TV, but we, but... Uh, we had the V, like, well, the VHS came before it came, it, it aired in our area. Uh-huh. And, like, I, and, like, one, I, I can tell you this right now. Like I said, I didn't know the VHSs, but, I like, pretty much all my friends had them. And anytime, like, I would, like, go hang out with them at their house, uh, whoever had what, like, I'd be like, oh, let's watch it. And we would watch it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, but, like, I do remember, like... Like Boldini, he uh, like he, he was talking about the episode. And I was like, I was like that. I was like, no, I've seen every episode of Ninja Turtles. That hasn't came. came. He was like, no, no, no. It, I, I got it from Bird King. I, and, I, and so I was like, no, I have to watch it. And so I think he actually let me borrow it, if I remember now correctly. And we're like, whoa, and we like we felt special. We're like, oh, we got to watch an episode before it aired on TV. But it was before the uh, airing on the TV. Yeah, it it was before it aired on TV in our area. It, it, because of like because of the way syndication was, uh, some some states, um, some affiliates would air uh, episodes in a different order. Uh, like because some affiliates would air all the episodes at once, and then and then they just keep running it in a loop. Uh-huh. And then you had some affiliates that would like they'll do like you know like like something like Ninja Turtles where there was like. Uh, 47 episodes in in this season they would air like 20 of them and then and then hold out a couple months and then like okay here here's like five more and then here's like five more just to just so they can have like people come coming back mm-hmm. so that way like you know it it really depend depended on the affiliate so how come how come you didn't have this like i know uh you you grow up like you ate like fast food and everything all right all right all right all right the re- okay, uh, the reason why I didn't have any of these VHSs is because my mom did not like the idea of paying for movies and TV shows on, like, tape. She thought that was a waste of money. She said, no, you can just tape them off TV, save money. Uh-huh. That was the way sh- but, she uh... was. So we never owned, we never owned movies, we never owned... Uh, we never owned, like, uh, TV shows. Like, we, we didn't own you, any of these. That's why you proved her wrong. That's why I proved her wrong, and that's why I have a huge DVD collection. Now, like, everything's all digital. But yes! Yes, yes. I, so, I really think the reason why I bought so many DVDs, like, by the time I got to college, was because of this, like, limitation I had. Because, like, oh my gosh. Okay, so growing up, it was just annoying. I'd go to, like, my friend's house, and they had, like, all these Disney movies. And we did it. Like, we had to, like, oh, we have to wait until... Aladdin airs on like TV, and, like you know, not even the Disney Channel because we didn't have Disney Channel. Disney Channel was a premium cable service, cable channel at that time. Also, we didn't have cable. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that's that's why we are so both huge Disney fan and all this stuff. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Like the the only natural uh, tape. Uh, we owned from the cartoon was Cowabunga Shredhead. That was such a huge deal. That was like, uh, and that that's why I know that episode like front and back because I've saw saw that episode so many times. But Megan we did was charging more to sell those. Okay, uh, um, all right, all right. So working the way they charged. So this was actually the genius thing about it uh-huh. because 
Um, it, it was actually really cheap. Again, mom, why did you not pay for this? All right, each tape was three dollars and forty-nine cents, but you had to buy, you had to get a food, you had to get a food item to get that price. Now, uh, when I was researching this, because obviously I wanted to research this to get as much information, because there's no way I would have remembered the price. Um, but when I was researching this, I was trying to find out what the price was for the tape without the food item. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find it anywhere. No no one had it recorded uh, that I could find. So if you know what the price of the VHS tape was, if you bought it without the food, like let me, let, let me know. I couldn't find it anywhere. Maybe uh, it was $5. I, if I had to guess, I would think 8 Like I would think like seven ninety nine or something like that. Or maybe or maybe $10. Uh, like because, all right, here, here's the deal with um, the way that, be, especially I when I was a teenager, I worked at fast food, uh, fast food places. They'd always have, like, these items, these promotional items, and be like, oh, you can buy this. And then there's an asterisk. So you have to, like, buy a food item to get this price. As a company, they can't force you to buy food to get an item. So that's why, that's why like, they had to have, like, an alternate price for people not to, uh, for people to buy it without, like, w- without, like, forcing them to buy food. Like that was that 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 was the reason why why they had that. And usually, like like McDonald's, like the like McDonald's or Burger King, they'd be like, you have to buy like a meal. Like obviously, because they don't want you to buy like a fifty nine cent hamburger. Back then, hamburgers were fifty nine cents, but they don't want you to buy a fifty nine cent hamburger and then get this tape. Mm -hmm. Like they want you to like, okay, no, no, you want to. They're gonna make you buy like some like adult meal, like you know, not a not a kids meal. And then, and then you get this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so uh, price was actually uh, pretty cheap. There, there's four of them. We listed out the four episodes. One thing, okay, but the one thing that bothered me is like, look at the cover. Look at the covers of the VHS of the colors. It's pink and yellow is wrong, and the oh, there's this even green. Okay, yes, that was the thing. All right, so so the, there's blue, pink, yellow, and green. Pink and yellow, you can pass that as red and orange. Yeah. Like it, it, it's not the true color, but you could okay, you see it. But then you have green, and it's like okay, really, why is there not purple? That always like bothered me, cause like even as a kid, I I really was like, cause as a kid, I thought there was five. I really thought there was five because I was be like, okay, where's the where's the purple one? And that's all. But I kept asking like. What's the and like people are like there there is no purple one. It's <laughs> like you know like no there's a green. I, I was like that's a big mistake. Yeah yeah yeah. I thought that was a big mistake. But I have a feeling I I I'm not sure. But I I have a feeling maybe they had like uh print uh like limitation. Maybe the the purple would be so close to pink or something. Maybe I'm not I'm not sure. I just I just thought that was a missed thing. Um. That's just that's just me. I just realized that it was a missed missed, missed opportunity. To to be honest, I think Leonardo during the during the whole history, Leonardo is the only one that got sabotaged the less. Yeah. Because blue is such a like an easy color. Yeah, blue. No, I I I, I agree. Whatever, and you would think it would be red since like you know, uh, red's also an easy color, and yes. also that like uh, even like when the 
the uh, franchise first started, everyone was all the turtles had the red headbands. Mm-hmm. You you would think that. I think they just hired like a graphic designer that had no idea what these. I don't even think graphic designers were back then. These were artists, honey. <laughs> like like you know the like these people like they would clip something they would put it on a um they would put like a, on a like a like a board or something like that then like scan it and then like you know they print the boxes that way uh-huh. uh you know they're, they're, it's not like they had like computer files that they can like easily swap in and out oh okay yeah uh but uh like so the great Baldini, like, um, there's there's snow. Uh, Mikey has a uh, magician's hat, like you know that fits the episode. And then uh, Sky Turtles just has the four turtles and the turtle blimp, but still, like, like in that episode they were in the turtle blimp. In that episode, like you know everything was like going into the sky. Uh-huh. So uh, also on the VHS covers, there's a big Burger King Kids Club. Like on the cover, so the, you know, you know that this is from Burger King. In fact, in the back had the Burger King logo on it as well. Uh-huh. Right. Uh huh. Right. Now these these tapes, like I said, they were like three dollars forty nine cents, pretty cheap. Like you know, it's the it was like during when Tur- Ninja Turtles was so big. Uh, so it would they just wanted to do something to bring in the kids to the restaurants. Uh, and if I remember correctly, when they were doing these tapes, that's when they had the Ninja Turtles Burger King badge toys, like their like their kids meal toys, like you know Burger King's equivalent of Happy Meal. Mm-hmm. I have one of those. I have like it's the the turtles like in a shell, and it says Heroes in a Half Shell. How <laughs> cute! Yeah, I, I, but do uh, they don't sell these covers at least? Not that I know. Of. I don't think so. Uh-huh. I, I I don't think they sell. I don't see. I don't think they sell these covers. I'm not sure who exactly like did the art on these covers. It's actually like to be honest, it, it fits well and it looks just like the art from like the other VHS. Yes. Right. No, now, I'm saying just as a uh, like a nostalgia. You got that nostalgia? No, no, I, I, I definitely agree. Um, now these these tapes, they only have one episode. During this time, like you could buy uh, tapes of the other Ninja Turtle. Uh, episodes like in like you know like Walmart and Target and over there it would be I believe ten dollars maybe fifteen dollars uh-huh. I can't remember uh, but those actually had like two episodes uh-huh. so like these these were these were cheaper and another thing to how they made I'm gonna get really technical and like uh, probably like there's probably going to be only five like three or four people listening that are just gonna understand this next part I say. Uh, but the other way they made this really cheap was they recorded these episodes on the slowest speed on the VHS, which is EP. And so that way, like, there wasn't much tape in the actual tape. Oh. Uh, you know, it's it was still, you know, it's still, like, pretty pricey to produce because you have, like, that big plastic and all those parts and mechanical things you have to do. Mm. Is just that there wasn't much in there, and that that was the way for them to cut costs. Cause like when you bought the the, the regular Ninja Turtle uh, VHS tapes, they those would be recorded on the fastest speed, and so that mer- that way and it required more tape to be on there. Uh, but the quality was better. This one they just put in the lowest quality because you know hey we're selling the, the you know Burger King's like hey we're selling these for like three dollars so we gotta you know. Like minimum, like 
minimum effort, maximum profit. Yes. Right. Exactly. Uh, and honestly, like, like uh, Burger King did this with Ninja Turtles. I cannot think of another fast food restaurant, even by Burger King, um, that did something like this with any other kids shows. Like where they did, like, hey, here's some episodes, and especially like, like even like, like I said, these episodes they were airing that season, so some of them, for some people, like it was like episodes that haven't been on TV yet, or like you know, hey, this just came on TV. Yeah. And like you know, because it takes a like you know, there, there's that 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 time variance, like when it comes on TV, then when it comes on home media. Uh, so to be honest, I think it's it's a very uh, smart idea. Like, I wish, for example, like one of these restaurants would uh, sell like a card for like some Disney short. Right. That is exclusive to your that meal that you get. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. He, now, and that's actually what I want to bring into, like, uh, like these fast food restaurants now can do something like this really easy. Because of how our technology is, like, they could give you, like, a unique download code and be like, oh, hey, here's, here's a, uh, Disney short that you, that you have, like, on your, like, uh, like, Voodoo or Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, service that, like, you know, like, oh, and you keep that forever and all they have to do is, unlike, you know, making, producing, like, this big VHS kind of thing, they just, all they just need to do is just give you a code yes and like they can like print that on your receipt or like email it to you like especially with like mobile like ordering is a big thing now like they can easily like send an email to you yeah with that and like really there's no physical thing like you just have to pay like licensing costs at that point Mm -hmm. uh like it's something easy that they can do now because i was even thinking like you know like I think the last time Burger King had something even similar to this was when the Xbox 360 came uh, to like it, when it came out, and when it, when that came out, like Burger King had like these things like where you bought like two or three dollar games. I forget how much they were. Uh, there were like there were like four video games that you can play on your Xbox, and you could either play it on your older Xbox or your Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. And they were pretty cheap games. They they all like were just basically advertising for Burger King, and only one people really liked. The other three like were not that great, <laughs> but like it was like almost like this ca- same kind of like, promotion thing where like you know you hey you buy a, you buy a meal you can buy this game extra for like this much. Yes. And like it it was the same similar concept, and because even then. All you had to do was just do a disc. A disc is so much cheaper and easier to produce than a VHS. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just, I'm just surprised this, this right now. Like no one else is like doing this. Uh, like you know, it's, like you know, uh, there are still like like you know, SpongeBob's pretty big. They can easily like, oh hey, here, uh, here's a, uh, bur- here's like a Happy Meal toy, and it comes with the download code. For like this random SpongeBob episode, like I don't know, maybe because there's right now there's so many services and people are overwhelmed with so many options. Right. They, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's true. 
that might be a reason. Also, like, you know, even if they don't want to do that, they can they can do a DVD. DVDs are so much cheaper to produce than Blu-ray because, you know, you don't have to pay Sony because um, that, that, that's the only reason I would say not Blu-ray. But uh, it was just a fun time. I thought I thought this was, like, a really fun thing. I'm still mad at my mom for not buying any of these. I mean, that's... Yeah, I'll make a t-shirt for you that says, Mom didn't let me buy these yes exactly yes yes definitely uh but um i know a lot except because a lot of people like reached out a lot of people like were like oh i remember this episode because of the burger king tape i love i remember this episode from the burger king tape this is our last episode with from uh that they had a burger king tape of i just wanted like you know i just wanted to just talk about the history of the tapes and like you know what we felt and everything uh and if you guys i'm just curious if you guys used to own it do you still own it or did it like i know a lot of these went to the trash can just because of and if you guys own it and you don't want it send it to us (laughs) yes yes if you guys own this and you don't want it just just send it to us i'm (laughs) uh, i'm I'm pretty sure like people are making like profits on on ebay or something like that there's a there's a uh big kid here that his mom didn't let him to buy it (laughs) right exactly all right you ready for you ready to get into Ninja Turtle news? Yay! Alright, let's do this. Before we get into the uh the the E3 stuff, I do want to make a correction because uh, last week we talked about uh issue 117, the Pride cover. Uh-huh. Uh and last week I said that this issue was coming out at the end of June, June 30th. Uh, I was um badly mistaken. Uh, I searched on Google, the same site that told me that 117 was coming on June 9th updated it to June 30th, uh, like, that day, like, when I found out about this cover, and so I went with that date, and, uh, this issue did, like, get released on its intended time, which is June 9th, which has already passed, and a lot of comic book shops has already sold out of this cover, so... Uh, if, if you thought, if I made you think that this issue was coming at the end of June, I apologize. And if you missed it, especially if you missed it, I really apologize. Uh, like, you know, I tried to put it on Twitter and everything just to let you guys know that I, uh, that I was mistaken and it's already out. Uh, but, uh, it, this is a very hot issue cover and I would not be surprised if IDW does like a second printing of just this cover, just... Uh, just because of how hot this cover is right now. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, th- I, that's just, just want to do my correction on that. But let's get into, let's get some into some E3 news. Because right now, uh, E3, the big uh, video game conference, we didn't get it last year uh, because of the stay-at-home order. Uh, this year, it's just limited to the press. There's no outside attendees mm-hmm. uh, going in there. But are the video game companies are making news and when this was this was first first coming i thought like the only thing we would have was the shredder's revenge for ninja turtles i thought i was like oh okay we're gonna get some more information on that Uh i didn't think we'd get other stuff but no we got other ninja turtle stuff (laughs) all right so let's go with uh the first one that uh we found out and this was uh, uh this was revealed on friday and that is a arcade. Yeah, a brand new arcade cabinet from Arcade One Up. And this arcade cabinet is designed 
to look like the second arcade game, which is Turtles in Time, which a lot of people like more than the original game. Oh, cool. Right. This is, like, probably... I. This is, like, the probably, like, the most first world problem <laughs> that people have. Like, right now, who own the original one. If you don't own the original one, this is, like, perfect for you to, like, own it now. How uh, much is it? Uh, so we don't, right now, we don't know how much is it. Uh-huh. Uh, so before we go into my theories on price, uh-huh. let me say what the new things are. All right, so... Um, so first, let, let me go with what's the same. The same is the games. Uh, it's still just two games. It's still the original arcade game and the original uh, Turtles in Time game. So it's the same game? It's the same game. No, nothing updated game-wise. Uh, what's been updated, like I said, uh, the most visual update is that the uh, arcade itself, um, it now looks like Turtles in Time. The the one that came out, I want to say, what, two, two, three years ago? Two, I think two years ago. Uh, that one... W- looked like the original arcade so this one is uh more turtles in time uh one thing i'm actually really happy if you look into turtles in time art there is no nickelodeon uh, uh logo on it like the only place you see the nickelodeon uh logo is actually like on the front part underneath the coin slots and so that's our next new thing is we now have like coin slots they're not real you can't actually put uh, real coins in there. Oh, that's uh, cool. It's just to make it aesthetic. The original one didn't have this. This is something Arcade One Up has just recently started adding onto the arcade games. That's a, I wish they were making like some uh, fake coins. Yeah, I know. Yeah, some some fake coins or something like that, or like you know. Ma- <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, so that's been uh, that's been added. The now like let's go with the big ones. Uh, the marquee and the deck protector. They both light up. Uh-huh. So uh, with the original arcade uh, cabinet, you could buy the light-up marquee, and it was separate. And it was, like, on sale for, like, I don't know, a hot minute in November. And, like, I've never seen it go back up. And they said there, there's more stock coming in. It's just that I don't know when it's coming in. But I really want that light-up marquee for that one. Oh, uh, hopefully, so, hopefully that one comes. Yeah, hopefully that one comes. Uh, so that's been added Another big thing that is added is now you can play this online. Uh, like, that was not in the original arcade. The original arcade, like, you could only play with your friends locally. This one you can still play with locally, or you can actually go online and play with other people who own this arcade online. Oh. So that's a huge improvement. And the whole online thing, uh, Arcade 1UP added that, like, pretty much... The, but how do the you... year after uh, they released the, the first Ninja Turtles arcade. I don't understand how how you can do it online. Uh, there's okay, so there's a button on the deck, and it says live, and then from there it'll just search, and it'll search for players online uh, to play with. That's cool. Yeah, so like, it has like a Bluetooth something. Uh, there's a Wi-Fi in it. Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wi-Fi is um attached on the machine. Uh, so. I wish there was a technology that. You could also change the game. Well, you, there's two games, but you can't, like... Like, there's two games already in there. Yes, I wish there was more games. Uh, yes, yes. A lot of people were saying, like... A lot of people were saying, like, oh, I, they wish, like, they added, like, a lot... Like, the other, like, Nintendo games or something um, in that uh, sense. Uh, 
personally, I would love if they had. I mean, I know it's a different company. Is Act Activision made the recent 2012 um, arcade, and that's like a arcade that's like hard to find in places. Uh-huh. I would love it if this one had the 2012 uh, in it, but I know that's two different companies, and that's probably not going to happen. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um. So it's a lot of little things that like if you have the original one it's like oh man i would love to have this and now here now price wise we don't know what the price is my guess what the price only from like just basing it off of uh a very similar release which is uh nba jam uh i would say that this is going to be around 450 to 500 dollars because the nba jam machine has the same features has the same online features same four-player design, uh, same like light-up marquee and everything, and there those are retailing around four fifty, five hundred. Uh, and I, I've seen it like where you can buy five hundred and it comes with a stool. Right now we don't see a stool. Uh, it would be cool. Okay, I'm gonna also say this: if this comes with stool, I'm hoping that stool has Raphael and Donatello because the other stool has Mikey and Raph or Mikey and uh, Leo. Yeah, then that way we can have all four turtle faces, like... Yeah, that would be cool. On, on, on like, at least, like, two stools. Uh, really cool machine. I And this is, like, I I want it, but I don't need it. And, like, uh, but it, it, it it's one of those, like, I, it's a nice to have. Yes. Uh, and I'm sure that's a lot of people, like, minds going on, especially who owns... If anyone who owns the original machine, this is like, oh, my gosh, I would like... And, because it's, it would nice to have both, just to have, like, that both, like, both of the designs yes uh i mean oh so it, it's really cool i like uh, you know uh um i don't know if i'll get this on day one if i ever if i ever do get it like i mean i'll definitely like post about it and uh it uh, but i'm just so curious like the light up deck is like one of my like like i'm like that is a cool like a cool thing and the fact that it looks like turtles in time to be honest as much as how cool the li- the Wi-Fi is, I think that's my that's the least favorite of the new features on this one. Yeah. I think it's the design itself I like more. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and if uh, if you guys want to know, uh, if you guys want to let me know what what you guys think, if you guys if this is definite for you, if it's not definite. Uh, I'm always uh, curious about that. Uh, so. Like, that's the Arcade 1-Up, uh, and, like, you know, I'm just now curious, like, after they release this, how could Arcade 1-Up do Ninja Turtles again? Like, other than doing other games? I mean, uh, con- arcade-wise, Konami only did those two games. And so, uh, and like I said, there is the Activision 2012 uh, Ninja Turtle game, but Activision did that. And I don't know if, um, I, I don't know if uh, Arcade 1-Up has done any Activision games. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, the next thing this was actually announced uh, yesterday, which is Saturday, and that is the. All right, you might recognize this game only because you've seen it in conventions so many co- times. There's a game is called Brawlhalla. Does that name sound familiar to you? No. No. Okay. Uh, we see it in conventions um, a lot. I. Um, all right. So Brawlhalla is teaming up. With Ninja Turtles. That's so cool. And the now like in this starting June sixteenth. So if you're listening to the audio podcast the day before we release the audio podcast, or if you're listening to us live in three days, 
the Ninja Turtles will be added to Brawlhalla. Brawlhalla is a uh, free-to-play uh, action game, and it's very similar to Smash Brothers. And I'm going to say this right now. If you ever go to a gaming convention, definitely check out their booth. Their booth is huge, very decorated, and they usually have, like, these weapons you can, like, uh, pose with and, like, take pictures with. <laughs> we have pictures of us in that oh, area. Oh, I think I, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's all those people, like, playing those games. Like, now everyone, like, oh, the main characters you play it are Vikings. Yes, yes, like, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. So now you recognize it. Yeah. Like I said, uh, so this is a free this is a free game, and it's on, like, pretty much any console and PC. Uh, and I'm pretty sure, Mac, you have it, too. Oh, uh, like, it, uh, it, it's, it's free to play. Now, since it is free to play, there are microtransactions. Uh, and I'm pretty sure the Ninja Turtle stuff are good. Like, it's either going to be, like, uh, you have to pay for it or you have to, like, just spend a lot of hours. Uh, but let's, but uh, I just want to uh, just go in some details on, like, things that are added. Uh, so, the there are going to be, there's going to be a new game mode called uh, Crew Battles. There are going to be new KO effects that's going to feature Shredder and the Foot Clan. Uh, and also new signature signature attacks by the turtles, which will feature appearances of both Master Splinter and Casey Jones. Uh-huh. And then also there will be uh, new avatars uh, that are going to have like the foot kind symbol. They're going, we're going to have Krang, so Krang will be in there, not as playable, but <laughs> but we'll have them. You can have them as an avatar. Uh, we have the Technodrome um, and. In an animated uh, avatar of all four uh, turtle faces. Cool. Right, and and they did say that all the items will still be purchasable, purchasable and playable after the event ends. The event starts on June sixteenth. Uh, uh, right now, I don't have any prices. Like I don't like and like when they showed off the trailer, like you know, you actually can play as the turtles. Uh-huh. So and now. This is a game, like, I literally, like, downloaded this on Switch last last night, as soon as the announcement came in, yeah. uh, just to prepare for this. Uh, the last time we had a uh, one of these uh, free-to-play, like, Ninja Turtle updates was, uh, do you remember? It was, oh, gosh, uh, it, the game that was made in here close to us, uh, Smite. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember when I tried that one, because that was my first time ever playing Smite. And it just was not my thing. Uh, like I, 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 pl- I played it. I played for a few days uh, during the event. Like I played for a few days before the event. I played a few days during the event, and the ga- that gameplay did not capture me. Um, and it, I felt, I felt that game was not a good pick up and play game for new players. It wasn't. It, it was one of those that like I always felt like that was was more for people who are like really into that game, uh-huh. and like for new players, they were just. Like because you kept to have to go play online and it was just not, um, it was not accessible for new players. Uh, yeah. Now that's my opinion. Uh, uh, I've heard people say otherwise, but I, that's what I think. Uh, this game, I'm gonna say, I played this for a few times. I played this. I used to play it on the PlayStation. Uh, this is the first time I played it on Switch. It's a very easy game for everyone to pick up and play. Uh, obviously, when you're when you're playing online, when a lot of people's been playing it for the past, I think five years now. Um, they're better than you at it, and but it plays like Smash Brothers. Very, very familiar gameplay. It's really fun, and I love the fact that we have the Ninja Turtles in this. 
And, cool. Yeah, so this is definitely one, unlike Smite, where I just, after it came up, I just kind of ignored. And, I, you know, I don't... I, that, that's one, like, I don't regret missing it, just because it just was not my kind of game. Mm -hmm. This one, um, cannot wait for June 16th. Cannot wait for these uh, guys to drop. And if if the only way to get the turtles is by purchasing, I will 100% purchase them. Uh, just because, one, I do want to support Brawlhalla. Brawlhalla is a very fun game. Um, and two, like, I mean, just to have, like, the last time Ninja Turtles were in a Smash Brothers-like fighting game, it was awful. <laughs> and at least now we have a free-to-play, very good mechanics. You know, it's still... I, I'm gonna, now, honestly, it's not up there with Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers is, like, the king of that. Yes. I can't, like, you know, I can't, like, say, like, oh, d you can drop Smash Brothers to play this game. But this is a good, like, substitute... Especially for people who don't own a Nintendo system and that likes that game style. Mm -hmm. um, so, really cool. But, I mean, I don't have experience more, more about that, but these pictures just make me so happy. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and definitely uh, check out the the trailer. Uh, the trailer is available um, online on Brawlhalla's uh, YouTube site. Now, the ironic thing is... I, now, I didn't know this. Apparently, because um, this was announced during Ubisoft's uh, press conference. And, like, like I didn't even watch a press conference, but, like, everyone alerted me about this because, obviously, it's Ninja Turtles. And I didn't even know. I thought, uh, I knew Brahalla is, like, indie, but I didn't know that they had, like, Ubisoft backing them. Oh, and the funny thing is that Ubisoft actually used to have the Ninja Turtles for a while. They had them for, like, a good seven years I want to say yeah. uh, like and then it wasn't until Nickelodeon bought Ninja Turtles when Ubisoft lost it to Activision uh -huh. but Ubisoft used to have Ninja Turtle video games so it's actually kind of ironic that now we got Ubisoft with Ninja Turtles again <laughs> <laughs> so um, and uh, we have uh, Saren Porter it writes on Steam. There seems to be an option to buy everything for sixteen, for seventeen pounds, uh, for Valhalla. Okay, that to be honest, that's not that bad. That's actually not that bad. I, I want to say that's about that's almost twenty American. Um, uh, uh, so that's like I mean, it to be honest, it's not that bad because like first the game is free and like if you look at it like if you just want the Ninja Turtle stuff, yeah, like you know. Uh, yeah, worth it. it. To be honest, it, it is worth it. And like I said, it's a fun, it's a fun game. Uh, thank you for that. Um, uh, uh, I'm gonna totally mis mispronounce your name, and I apologize, but uh, <laughs> uh, Saran. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna. I haven't checked uh, Switch yet. I will see if that if if I can pre because Switch is just my preferred uh, system to play on, just because I just like to have it. Um, I, I'm a console person. I just I never was a. <laughs> PC person. Uh, you so like to move around. I like to I like to move around, especially especially with having a child. It's easy to like like oh he had oh he's watching uh, Paw Patrol. Okay, I can just go to the other room. I can just go to the other room and just play quietly or or play while he's watching that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now here's the deal. We changed our uh, news uh, broadcast again. This time we are doing the news every Sunday night, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So go ahead and start updating your schedules and listen to us uh, listen to us live. And 
Get ready to for that schedule to change any minute now. <laughs> and you can all blame me. Yeah, no, don't blame Anna, but it, but you know, if if you do want to blame. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into the episode. You ready for this? Yes. This week we're talking about season three, episode thirty-eight, the Great Boldini. This originally aired in November. 15th, 1989. This was directed by Bill Wolf and written by Francis Moss. And guess what? In this episode, we get to be introduced to Zach's not-girlfriend, Caitlin. Yes. yes, I wanted to ask who, who was she? Was she her sister? That, that's his friend. Oh, that's his friend. friend, but, you know, especially kids that age, like, when, like, you know, when you're, when you're a kid... Like, when you're, like, a boy, like, around, like, Zach's age, who's, like, 14, and you have a, you have a classmate that's a really good friend of yours who's female, but you, you kind of like her, but you don't want to say it anything because you're kind of afraid, that's, like, you get all defensive if someone calls that person your, your girlfriend. <laughs> I, I don't know if you ever grew up with, like, any, any close friends like that. Uh, no, I can't, I can't imagine... Like, uh, you know, I can't imagine that, but, uh... I can honestly say... But not someone that I like, maybe someone that I really didn't want to be right. with, and... <laughs> I I can honestly say, when I was actually 14, I actually had a friend like that, where, like, I was, like, pretty close to her, and I was, like... And everyone would call us, like, boyfriend and girlfriend, and I was all defensive, like, no, 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 we're not dating, but, like, deep down, I was like, I kind of want to date her. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're lucky that I love you. <laughs> I know I'm so lucky that I'm so lucky that you love me. Um, but um, because we forgot last week, I'm not gonna forget this time. You want to give us a summary, honey? Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Oh, I forgot. Okay. The first thing I remember is that we didn't have crying in this episode. There is no crying. Okay, so in this episode, uh, Michael, we see Michelangelo is doing your magic and um, everyone are laughing at him because he's so beginner and he, uh, he's so amateur. Um, and then uh, there is like a um, diamond kind of thing in a museum that uh, a, um, they hear that there's a big magician in a, a museum so they go watch it but uh, when he's trying to uh, disappear, the um, do the magic they someone actually like uh, stole it but the uh, Zach and um, his friend uh, they follow the magician and uh, then um, they figure that the magician was uh, a part of, it was like a trick they were like um, uh, stealing it so um, so then um, um, I think <laughs> so uh, they, they follow them and then they they get the um, the diamond and then um and, and then april is doing news and tell thousand times teenage mutant ninjas <laughs> <laughs> and say that the, the the diamond was uh uh lost and, and the turtles are in the museum but um uh, they're going through everyone and but uh, they're afraid that uh, if they um if they check them they understand that they're ninja turtles that they finally uh, have to reveal and and then um, they're, they're, they're working to find the, the diamond and everything. Good job. 
Good job. You, you got it. Now, I'm going to say this. You totally forgot about the actual villain in this episode. Like, you know, there were, there was, there was technically a, there's three. The but, guy that was working with the magician? Yeah. Don't, you, you remember him, don't you? Yes. Yeah, Don Tortelli. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, so something else. I just didn't know that he's the he's the main character. He was the main villain in this. I will say he was the main villain in this episode. But then we do have like a big secondary villain, which is Rat King. Yes. Yeah. All of the Rat King. Part. Yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently the show loves the Rat King because his he keeps showing up. <laughs> like, Especially in this episode, I I actually really like the way he showed up. Yeah. No, I agree. Oh. But did I say uh, did I say that summary like good? Yeah, you said the summary great. <laughs> the summary was perfect. I couldn't I couldn't say it better myself. Uh, now I will say this: uh, this is Don Tortelli's final episode. He does not come back for the rest of the series. Ah, uh, I'm not surprised you. Right. He was an okay character. He was okay. Now I'm gonna say this about Don Tortelli. I mean, the first time we saw him was in Burns Blues, and he was a totally different character. If you remember, he was like, uh, he he was actually like uh, fat, and he still had the the he still had the feather, but he was not the same. He was still voiced by uh, Peter Renaday. So is he based of a real character? No, I think that they, they they just just made a gangster. Just like just just go with gangster. Uh huh. Um, but but then like but then when they brought him back. I think because he looked too much like the Enforcer, they're like, okay, let's slim him down. But his second episode with um, with April's aunt Agatha, like, I really liked him in that episode. And I'll and like in my mind, I was like, oh, I want more of him. And I knew he was coming up in this one. I was like, oh, I was really excited. And then this episode, he was just he really was just like kind of like plain. It was like. We didn't get that energy that we had from him from last time. <laughs> like, he didn't, like, crack with the jokes. He didn't, like... Yes. Yeah, he was just... He was more of, like, okay, I'm here. I'm here. I'm gonna, like, do my thing. And I'm here, just here to move the plot. Yes. Like, like all, all of his, like, fun character were, like, gone from the last one. Yes, I agree. Yeah, so... Uh, it, it To me, it's a shame. I mean, because, like... The second episode, the, the his like second appearance was so memorable for me that it was just so disappointing on how like he kind of like exit out. Yes, I agree. In this episode, uh, I I didn't feel like anything special. Right, right. I didn't feel connection somehow. Yes. So as you mentioned at the beginning of this episode, you know, uh, Mikey's doing uh, magic stuff. This is actually what at. Uh, Tour reviews by LL had to say. He says, I don't remember this episode as a kid, but I recently watched it. First off, Caitlin is the bravest and smartest one in this episode. I couldn't agree more. I love the sarcasm that Raph brings. And he starts like doing quotes from the beginning of the episode where uh, Mikey says, The hat is empty, and Raph says, Like your head. <laughs> and he also mentions that in this episode, uh, we have uh, we have the turtles in their trench coat disguise, disguised like the NECA toys. Yes. With, yes. And I do want to mention, uh, I know when they first brought those NECA toys, those turtles in disguise set, it was really hard to find. Uh, the second wave looks like it's coming out. And what's cool about the second wave is like now each box has 
five of those sets as opposed to two, which I don't know why they didn't do that in the beginning, but I mean, you know, I'm not going to question NECA's and Target's way of distribution, but hopefully if you're still, if you're still looking for one, hopefully you have it, you should have an easier time to find it and hopefully you have it by now. Mm-hmm. All right, but... Okay. So who was that smartest one? The girl? Yeah, the girl, Caitlin. Yes, yeah, she was. No, I definitely agree with you there. Uh, so at the beginning, we have Michelangelo, the Magnificent. And he's here doing like these magic tricks. And like we open up, we have a pan shot. And basically it's like That's... everything you expect for, for magic tricks. You know, there's a wand, there's cards, there's a pitcher of water. Yes. Yeah. As he said, some serious magic. Yes. Yeah. And Mikey's like completely messing up. Uh, you know, he he takes his hat. That's. Uh, I think that's kind of like um. You see the kids trying to do magic. Yeah. Yes. 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 This is definitely like your child trying to do magic tricks for the first time. You get him the magic set. And like it really, and like the way he laid up all of his materials, it was like he had one of those like. Uh, magic sets that you can get in the store <laughs> and like he's just laying all out and he's like all right all right i'm gonna give you guys a magic uh show like a kid and he obviously didn't practice it enough and he's just completely messing up uh, while like the other three turtles are just ripping on him and then i did write and then here's our introduced introduction to caitlin which is uh zach's friend uh we do like we do see Caitlyn more in the series. I do want to add that this is our second time seeing Zack, the fifth turtle, but he does not become a turtle in this episode. Yes, he had a boring backpack. Yeah, yes, yes, he had a boring backpack th- uh, throughout the episode. So yeah. the the bunny, uh, the rabbit on Michelangelo's uh, head is kind of like the second bunny show in. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like after Usagi or? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's going to be another rabbit too. Don't worry. Really? Yeah. Oh, we'll get there. That's next season. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, while, while this is going on, April's doing a news report on the Tortellini Emerald. And, like, it just immediately as soon as they said it, I was like, okay, we're just, now we're just going into food. Like, we're just going into, like, Italian food. Because, like, tortellini is, like, you know, that... Pasta the thing. pasta. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like... Like, really, they couldn't, like, think of, like, something else that sounded Italian. I mean, w- I, at this point, really, why they couldn't even go... They should have just gone with uh, Tortelli. Uh, just, just his last name. Because we do get to find out... We have some backstory on Don Tortelli. We find out that that emerald came from his grandfather tony the tickler uh tortellini and uh, like uh, like you know you could have just called it tortelli like you know like well, like the the names are already too similar in itself yes yeah so that i'm, I'm kind of lost about what you're saying but the the gem name uh-huh, uh-huh. Gem. that's what i'm saying because like they want to go with an italian name because they want to make it like uh-huh. It's related to Tortelli. Oh, okay. And then all because also the the magician, his name is Boldini, which is kind of Italian. Uh-huh. 
And, like, but instead of, like, trying to come up with, like, a... A special name. A, a special name, they're, like, they just, they looked at what, they looked at, like, what what was at the grocery store, and they're, like, oh, oh let's go with tortellini. Let's go with that. It's easy. Kids like to say it. <laughs> All right. Now, during this, no, during this news broadcast, did you look at, like, April's mic- microphone? No. Oh, my gosh. Her microphone looked like a toy. I mean, because, like... It, it had, like, these, like, it had, like, the big box thing of, like, six, which is, like, normal. But then, like, the top was blue. <laughs> and, like, I mean, I don't think the artist who designed this microphone seen a microphone. Like, I think, like, he just, I, I think whoever, whoever did this, like, you know, just looked at what his kid's, like, microphone, like, because, you know... At, I don't know if you ever had, like, one of those microphones as a kid, like, where you talk into it, and it just made this echo noise, because it wasn't, like, a real microphone. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like one of those. <laughs> like, with the bright colors, and, like, even, like, the way it was shaped. I think I was so distracted looking at April, because she keep changing in this. <laughs> I didn't notice the microphone. Yeah. And while, while April's talking... You know, with the microphone, she's like, she's like, you know, talking to one of the museum uh, employees or, uh, um, and she's asking him questions about the gem, mm-hmm. and he, and then he he finally like answers with like, I really don't know. I'm actually a paleontologist, so I don't know this. And like, just in my mind, I'm like, okay, who in the museum was like. Hey, let's bring out this guy for April to interview for the local news. Like, where was the gemologist? Like, why was he not available yes. for April to talk to? I wrote jewelry. Me- is it a jewelry museum? Then I saw the paintings. And no, it's no. It, it, it's a museum for like everything. But the like, like I said, she was talking to the paleontologist. Now I want to add, we did not see any dinosaurs in this museum. So, like, I guess the paleontologist had nothing else to do because we only saw the gem and, the paint. and paintings. We didn't see any dinosaur bones, anything dinosaur related in this whole museum. Yes. So it was just odd. <laughs> like, I, I understand it. And, like, I understand they wrote it as a joke, but at the same time, they just said, he just said paleontologist. I don't even know how many, like five to ten year olds would know right off the bat what a paleontologist is even i don't know what is a pain whatever you said i'm i'm surprised you don't know because you're you're a big fan of friends and in in friends uh ross Ross? yeah that's what he was he kept saying that almost in every episode what is the word paleontologist uh-huh. it's people who study like uh dino- like dinosaur uh history uh-huh, uh-huh. like and they special dino- study like fossils and that kind of stuff like only pay attention on the stuff that i like like rachel's hair stuff. <laughs> that's true i understand <laughs> i understand so at this point uh this is when the turtles with zach and caitlin they go uh to the museum they talk to april uh, and April meets uh, Caitlin for the first time, and and she she goes, Caitlin's like, oh, do you want to be a turtle too? 
And Caitlin's like, no, I want to be more like you. <laughs> and, and here we go. We have probably our fastest. You know what section this is. That's right. At three minutes and 16 seconds, Leo is about to give Caitlyn, like, what April's, like, title of her, 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 her title for, uh, like, you know, how she is associated with the turtles. But instead, it's Donnie's voice that comes out of Leo's body as he mentions that April is an associate turtle. <laughs> uh, then Raph jokes that, like, you know, uh, with the promotion, she'll be even higher than Mikey. Uh, but also, speaking of wrong turtle talking, we have another one in the complete opposite of the episode at 18 minutes and 52 seconds. And this was when... Towards the end, this is, uh, we have, like, the whole, uh, you know, the, the, the weather machine thing in the museum. Yes. When we get to that part, we'll talk about the craziness of that. But uh, with all the snow, all the turtle, like, you know, Raph, Mikey, and Leo are, right, are over there ready to fight, take on Boldini and Don Tertelli. And Raph is about to speak, but Mikey's voice comes out as he says that there is now... Uh, snow with a chance of turtles uh, coming in the forecast. Like I said, that's, that, that whole scene is towards the end. We will get more into that scene, but those are our two instances of wrong turtle talking. <laughs> Mondo amusing. That, that fact was Mondo amusing? <laughs> that's what uh, Mikey said. <laughs> oh, for... Um, oh, when, did, when, when exactly did he say that? I think when the magician was uh, trying to do the, the magic. Oh, yes. Yeah, so at this point, this is like when Boldini is doing the magic. He's like, you know, he's like, his whole thing was like, okay, he's going to make the gem disappear. Yes. And while this is going on, you see on the TV screen, you see lasers on the TV. They, I, I know it's the show like, hey, these are like... Protected. Like protected. Is every, you know, it will... It'll trigger an alarm mm -hmm. if someone hits it and everything. Uh, usually the lasers are invisible, but, you know, cartoon and movies and everything, lasers are visible because yeah. you have to see it because it's not exciting if you don't see it. Yes, yes. Uh, now, I wrote this about the lasers. We There is a pan shot, like, uh, like when we see the lasers in, on the gem, and when we're panning through the lasers... At one point, you see the sudden stop. And, like, we're, like, the lasers are just, like, coming from nowhere. And, like, I think someone was supposed to draw, like, you know, the actual thing that the that are generating the lasers. Yes. And no one actually drew that. <sighs> like, like, because uh, it's obviously not in the background. The lasers, I think, were part of the background. Uh, or the lasers, the lasers were either part of the background or it was part of the foreground. I'm not too sure. Yes. But... I think it was foreground. I think you're right. I think it was foreground, but maybe whoever did the lasers thought the background was going to have the actual thing, but it just stops. <laughs> but while but while this is happening, Boldini does it, the lights cuts off, and all of a sudden now we see Boldini, he is tied up, and the gem is missing, and everyone's like clapping, yay, good job, good job, and then he reveals, no, no! Someone hit me in the head and stole, stole the gem. And they're like, oh no. 
And here we get a close-up shot of, like, Donatello, like, thinking. Uh-huh. And we, like, we get, we have a close shot on his face, but his hat, his mask is only half-colored in. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll show you the picture of it uh, later. But half, like, half of his mask is purple, and then the other half is green. Like, someone didn't... I think I saw that. You you probably did. And, like, you know, someone didn't, like, actually, like, color everything. Yes, I think I saw that, but I didn't wrote it because I was writing other stuff. Right. Well, if you didn't see that, what were you writing? So, I was, I was paying attention at the same time to the paintings. Yeah. Because I thought that they did a very good job about the paintings in the background. I will say this, yes. Because the paintings in the background is a totally different art style than the rest of the show. And I thought that was really good that they did that. Yes, the fact that they put um, the time to do all those like details to make it look like the actual painting. Right. There was some, like, you could see the, the brushes, like... Uh, mm-hmm. It wasn't, like, so fake. It was, like... Uh, right. No. No, you're... I you're, thought they did a very good job yeah. with those. I thought that... I, I, I think you're... I, I agree with you. I think you're right about that. Also, I don't know if you paid attention, like, when there there's a part where, like, they're kind of, like, panning through some of, like, the like the back rooms mm-hmm. of the museum, and we saw a statue. Yes, yes. Like, <laughs> a, one of those uh, thinking statues. Not the thinking statue. Which one? The one that's standing up, mm-hmm. uh, like, um, and it looked like, like, where he's kind of like this. Uh-huh. It looked like, uh, Michelangelo's David. And, oh, that's cool. Yeah, except, okay, now, there's a big difference with this one. There, this one, he was more, he had, like, more of, like, a, like, a, just a sheet, like, around him. Mm-hmm, to or, make it, like. Like, yeah, because, you know. A kids show. Yeah, it's a, it's a kids show. Like you know, the the real statue. He's like completely naked. As and you see everything. Yes, as uh, I think it was Michelangelo because uh, when they were uh, searching the people, they said, "Is it a strip search?" And they said, "Oh, that was Raphael." Okay, hold on, hold on. Before we get there, <laughs> we're gonna get there in just a little bit because we have something before we get there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But uh, just just going back to the statue, I, I want you to know. If you heard, you heard me correctly, I said Michelangelo, because that is actually how a lot of, now, a lot of art scholars actually pronounced his names, his name. Uh, Michelangelo is still an acceptable pronunciation, mm-hmm. but there are so many people now because of Ninja Turtles that you're hearing less of people saying Michelangelo and Michelangelo. And that's how important this show is on like pop culture is that they freaking changed the artist's name <laughs> it's funny because i think i uh we pronounce it michelangelo uh you're pronouncing it michelangelo yes i i heard it go both both ways i know a lot of art scholars like to say michelangelo it's because of the way it was spelled and i do i don't know if i ever covered this uh before I mean, on this podcast like, uh, in in Farsi, I mean. Yeah, no, no, I, I know what you're saying in Farsi, but um, I don't know if I ever covered this in, I know I don't know if I ever covered this in the podcast before. In the original series, Michelangelo's name was misspelled because uh, Eastman and Layard didn't do much research on the on these turtles. Uh huh. So they actually spelled it Michael Angelo. Uh huh. 
it wasn't until it it wasn't until uh the the 2003 series i believe it or i believe it was 2003 series it could have been nickelodeon um but they didn't fix it until then but oh, like okay. so when you go and like look at the older comics you'll see it says michael and then when you see like the old like the older uh like cartoons and everything you'll see like it's spelled m i c h uh a e l angelo uh-huh. Uh, That's why you always uh, are confused about how to write the uh, Michelangelo. Yes, that's why. That that, that is why because <laughs> because I went through half my life learning how to spell it like this way, and then the other half of my life spelling it the way that they should be spelling it. <laughs> but because they misspelled it, he, uh, his name is officially Michelangelo. It's just the artist. There are. There are scholars who say Michelangelo for the artist's name. There are a lot. There are a lot of scholars that say Michelangelo. Okay, I think if you explain uh, even a little more, then I'll be confused for the rest of my life. Because <laughs> I had no, I, I had no problem in spelling Michelangelo's name. Now, nah. ruined it. For me. <laughs> I ruined it for you. Look, Kevin Eastman and Peter Layard, they ruined it. I'm just. Trying to fix it. I'm just trying to fix it. All right. Uh, so at this point, like right now, like the turtles, like like we said, we, we mentioned before, they're in their uh, trench coats. One thing I noticed was is because there's especially a lot of like head turning. There's a lot of scenes where like their bandana knots are just missing, and it was just kind of weird. Cause like we would see like especially like Leonardo like turn his head. Yes. And, like, there's, like, nothing there. Like, he, he just, like, turned his head and, like, it, it's just, like, you expect to see, like, something. But there's, like, no, there's no, like, bandana knot anywhere. Animating. Yeah. Exactly. They, they, it's, like, they try to avoid it to make it, like, sym- sym- symmetrical. So now at this, so now at this point, we see Baldini has, like, kind of snuck off and... Uh, Zach, for some reason, Zach is like, wait a minute, that's a really easy trick to tie yourself up. Like, Zach is, like, suspicious <laughs> of Bold- And, like, there's nothing, I would say, there's nothing Boldini really did to make Zach suspicious. Yes. Like, but, like, Zach is like, I'm gonna be suspicious. <laughs> I mean, and not, now it pays off, but it is, like, kind of, like, like, I mean, right, I mean, and I understand you only have 20 minutes. There's a lot in this episode. Like this, I, I'm gonna say this. My note card is like probably the most full in this episode than it's ever been for any other episode. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I know the liners have a lot, but in like they obviously doing they just made Zach think that just to advance the plot. But it is kind of like it, honestly, it's kind of suspicious. He was kind of like, wait a minute, uh, like what happened know, here? Yeah, what happened here? And like it, it like you know, there there's nothing like he could have they could have at least said something like I didn't hear a sound. Yes. Like, when he said, like, oh, someone hit me in the back of the head, I, I could have had, like... Because Zach was in the room, and he could have been like, I didn't hear anyone make a sound. And and then he could have said, oh, those knots are really easy to do by your... Like, you know, mm-hmm. just something to make it suspicious, where it's just, like, he just automatically says, like, I could, anyone could do... That's an easy magic trick. <laughs> um, but they, they follow it. We find out that um, Baldini sent... The gem to be in like the drain pipe 
in like the back room of the museum and there's a special compartment i actually really like the uh, that uh, stock in the back oh you did because it because it looked like very real like yeah how the museum is, is not so organized you're right like, no no i i agree yes yes you're right because that's how like that's how they store it like you know yeah because like you have all this stuff and you i mean you want to put like the stuff in between like especially the paintings you put like sheets or like something in between it so you're not like uh ruining it but yeah they kind of like just stuff it in all in there and it, because like you know, they rotate this stuff out yes uh, that's just this is how they operate uh but yeah and now we we find out that boldini and uh don tortelli are actually cousins like so like everyone is related apparently to each other yeah um he kind of looked to me it looked like uh, that penguin guy in the batman oh like like penguin like yeah. that's his name penguin yes uh, Boldini did? I don't know, he didn't look that... Uh, the, the magician. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 that, that's Boldini. I don't know why he was reminding me of that guy. I, I, I mean, I could see that, but... One thing I do want to mention, I, I, I forgot to mention this with, uh, when we first saw, uh, Don Tortelli. When we first saw Don Tortelli, he was back in his apartment. Uh-huh. And when he was, like, talking about the... I mean the magician. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right now I'm talking about Don Tortelli. Okay, so you just, you just, oh, I don't remember their names. Okay. Uh, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Don Tertali, the, the one with the hat. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, um, so before, like, uh, before he goes into the museum to meet his cousin, like, we see him in the, we see him, like, in it, back in his, like, you know, his, his hideout. Mm-hmm. And we actually saw, uh, the, uh, the, the skinny goon. Not, not, not the fat one. And uh-huh. his, like, and he only had one line. Yes. And I, I already forgot what that line. Uh, but it was just basically so when when he talks about his grandfather. But it was cool that we actually got like that character back for a little bit. <laughs> but I think those two goons really made up for Tortelli mm-hmm. because he was able to play off them here with like Boldini because Boldini's not he's not like a. Well, uh, like, you know, he's not a buffoon. He knows what, he, you know, he knows what he's doing. Yes. So we actually have, like, two people who are, like, you know, who have a semi-idea what what to do. And they, they don't, like, disagree with each other. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why part of it, like, these two kind of, like, came out boring. Yes. Because, because of that, like, because, like, you know, we have Shredder and Crank. Shredder and Crank, they're both good at what they do. And, like, they both have, like, their oh, silly mo- moments. Yes. But because of their personalities clashing, that's what makes them great. Yes. And then, uh, you know, when they work with Roxanne and Bebop, it's just more memorable because Roxanne and Bebop are buffoons. Mm-hmm. And, like, so I... Th- and, like, I think Tor- Don Tortelli, this second episode worked out so well because he had his other two... Uh, he had his other two, like, minions who were, like, idiots and who were, like, just constantly, like, oh, what does that mean, boss? And, like, he would be, like, oh, you know, like, okay, let me, let me explain this. And, like, you know, and, like, you know, he would just go and, like, just make fun of them. Yes. And, like, and that's where his personality came from. Yes, exactly. And, like, just over here, because Boldini, 
like, I don't know. I, I think if they just made, like, Boldini just a, just more buffoonish, I think we would have had that Tortelli that we had from the uh, the last episode we saw. I think you're right. So, yeah. I, I'm so glad that you agree with me on that. All right. No, I was saying, like, you explained, like, very good that yeah. how these uh, characters, uh, like, personality of these characters are important, how it works. Right. Oh, thank I, But no, I, I appreciate it. I'm, and I'm glad you see the way I see. But let's go, let's go back to the turtles mm-hmm. with the cops. And they're like, you know, they're trying to figure out who stole the, who stole the emerald. Because like, you know, they're like, they're like, oh, someone stole the emerald. And like, you know, they're, and they're searching everyone. Yes. And, and April's like, oh, you don't have to search these guys. They're with me. And they say if they, if they search us, they, they just want green. I love this line. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, they said, oh, they'll find green. They're just not the green they want. Uh, then, now, guess what? We have a new soundbite uh, for this because we have a fourth wall break. Fourth wall break. Mutant turtle filth. It's not true. We shower regularly. Really? Yes. So, and it was what you were talking about, actually, when, before I... I rudely interrupted you. Oh, uh, the, uh, it was the strip search. Raphael said that. Yeah, Raphael said that. Like they're like, oh, they're gonna strip search us, and like Raphael says, I hope not. This is a family show. Uh-huh. So that this is our only fourth wall break in this episode, and you know we 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 got a we got a soundbite. Like you know, I ho- hope you enjoyed that soundbite. We we needed one. I, I always wanted to put one for the fourth wall, and now we had it. So. So, you know, the turtles have to reveal themselves, and now, the turtles are now, like, the turtles have to reveal themselves, now, like, the, everyone's, like, the cops are, like, whoa, these are the Ninja Turtles, they're now. Yes, I want to say, like, how they recognize that they are Ninja Turtles, like, because they're all over the news and everything. I, I believe they're all over the news. Now, and, like, this is the crazy thing, is, like, all right, most of, like, most of, I know this was the first, like, Ninja Turtle, like, series, like, you know, uh, like, like cartoon series, but like most of the other series, like, you know, it's the turtles that try to hide from people. So like, you know, the people don't know, mm-hmm. um, about them. And over here, they're like, oh, we got to reveal ourselves. And then just, they just go ahead and like reveal themselves. Like, Hey, we're Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, you know, and, and like, and of course, like everyone's free, like the cops are freaking out. They're like, Whoa. These are the ones, and like, and like the immediate cops immediately think, oh, the Ninja Turtles, they, they stole it. In which, all right, the Ninja Turtles are on the news. They're with the reporter, April, and I don't know what cause, well, I don't know what causes them to think, oh, these are the bad guys. But it did. And the cops actually have guns, real guns. None of them fire any, but, because we've seen other episodes where like the cops, they, they would have like these like laser guns. But like here, we actually see like real guns in the, uh, and because it's a kid show, I'm pretty sure that's why no one's actually shooting. Yes. Any guns, but yeah, we do. But what we do have, and it's not this is not our first instance. We've had real guns in the show before. There's that one point where, like you know, because the turtles are surrounded, and Raphael uh, says, "Oh, I would look, uh, I would look terrible in stripes." When he says this line, his lips aren't moving. Who say that? Raphael. Oh. And which is ironic because bef- the line he says before that, his lips were moving. 
I already forgot what that line was. I don't think I wrote it. it no, it, it, it's all right. But it, it was just an odd thing where, like, it was like, he says something, lips are moving, and then he says, like, the next part of his sentence, and then all of a sudden, like, his lips aren't. And it wasn't, like, one of those instances where, you know how, like, we've had, like, episodes where, like, there's nothing being animated? Yeah. There was, like, you know, he was moving, the turtles were moving, they were kind of moving in a loop animation. Yes. But... Probably, like, the supervisor went out of the room for one second. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened. I'm pretty sure they're like, oh, oh, Rob Paulson said something else here. And, like, and they're like, oh, man, no, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're, we're just doing this, we're just doing this loop. I, I, I don't feel like lip-syncing anymore stuff for the day. It's funny because these days lip syncing is one of the easiest thing in animation. Not, I mean, these days, not. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's because it, you can do it by the sound. Yes. Right. No. All right. So now, so now let's we're, now we're going back in with uh, like Boldini, uh, Don Tortelli with Zach and Caitlin. Mhm. And at this point, this is where this is where like you know uh, Tortelli and uh, Boldini they're just like showing that they're real bad guys. By, like, capturing the kids. Yes. And he... So, at this point, Tortelli, he... Uh, Tortelli, sorry. Tortelli, he grabs Caitlyn as, like, Zack, like, starts running away. And there's a brief shot when he's holding Caitlyn. All of a sudden, like, I don't know if, like, they colored Caitlyn wrong or if they accidentally drew Zack. But because Caitlyn, um... Caitlin had like a blue shirt or a green shirt. I'm already forgetting. And her hair color was uh was dark brown. Yes. Uh, well, there's a one. I think she she had. Oh, pink shirt. Okay. Uh, I've, um, well, her shirt all of a sudden became yellow, and um, uh, and then her uh her hair was like blonde. And like like I like I said, I can't tell if they color if they colored her in wrong or if they drew in Zach. Uh-huh. Like, it, it was, like, weird. It, it happens for, like, I don't know, maybe, two like, two seconds. It's so brief. Yeah. Because when they... Because it was a close shot on Don Tortelli. And and then you see, like, him holding a person. Like, not the full, like, per thing. But you just see the... And then when they when they zoom out, it's clear it's Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. So it, it was just weird. Because at first I was like, wait, is she wearing the same stuff that Zach is wearing? And then I was like, oh, no. They, and like and I can't like I said I can't tell if they drew in Zach or if they just uh or they just recolored her stuff thinking that she was Zach. Mm-hmm. It it was just a weird uh, animation mistake. That's where she said uh they said uh, uh give us the the gem or right. we uh, they're like threatening him. And yeah 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 they're threatening him like like or, or will hurt your girlfriend and like that's when that's when Zach does like I said. The <laughs> yeah the you no she's not my girlfriend kind of thing like that whole like you know that whole teenage <laughs> when you're a teenager especially like okay I will say 14 14 is kind of like the age where you're kind of like you're kind of like okay you're you want to like start dating but you don't want to date especially with like someone you've known for the longest time and you always like look at him as a friend so like. Uh, like his his reaction is like completely just. Yes. No, like. Uh, and they said that uh, okay, we don't want to uh, talk about the 
relationship here. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, the, the whole exchange was like perfect. And yeah, and because of that, they they got both Zach, Zach and Caitlin all uh, and like, you know, and Don Tortelli pulls out the feather, you know, because that's what he's known for. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the, the 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 stupid feather. So we're we're going back. We're going back to the Ninja Turtles. They're with the cops, and there's the main police officer. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like Raphael calls him Sean. And I just all I did is I just wrote in Sean because at around this time, like every time that there was a cop like the stereotype of the cops were they were irish and i don't know where i'm not sure when when and where like this stereotype started because it happened with uh the original batman uh show it just happened with a lot especially cartoons cartoons and tv shows for some reason cops were just automatically irish and i was just like wait did the show did did Raphael just like do like a racist thing like he just saw a white cop and just immediately sh- shouted sean but then but then right after he did that the cop starts talking with an irish accent i just one moment when the cop was talking i felt like uh he sounded like crying to me when it could have been oh i, I didn't i didn't uh, check the voice but it could have been pat fraley that did the voice I wouldn't be surprised if it was Pat, Pat Fraley. Yes, one moment, I, then I was like happy. Oh, Crank is coming. Then suddenly I saw, no, I saw. <laughs> it's a cop, yeah. But yeah, he's, uh, but yeah, he's, he, like, he's talking. We find out the cop's name is O'Flanagan. So, you know what? Maybe Raphael, like, o- O'Flanagan is like a typical Irish name. Oh. Irish. It's an Irish-like last name. And at maybe what happened was Raphael read the cop's, like, name tag. And maybe Raphael was not making fun of his name, but actually saying his name. Because Sean is a very common Irish name. And this cop is so racially Irish. And, like, and the thing is, like, you know... I still have problem with English. Why they, for the Sean, why they wrote, why they, and they write it sin, but they pronounce it Sean. That is a great question. That I have a really good friend that's named Sean that spells it scene, S-A-A-N. And I believe, like, okay, so there's three different ways to write Sean, just to let you guys know. Actually, no, there's four ways to write Sean. Really? Yes. All right. Um, I think the most common one is S-H-A-W-N. And I think that's the way Sean from the Ninja Turtle nerds spells it. That's how I, I used to write it. Then I saw like, oh, it's not this wrong. No, 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 no. That's correct. The, another way to write it is S-H-A-U-N. It's almost the same. Just They just switched the W to U. Those two like look so similar. Uh-huh. And then, and then there's, there's S-A-A-N, which I have a really good friend. Who spells it that way? I actually have two good. I have two good friends that spell it that way. And like, as a kid, I thought that was the only way to spell it. I, I thought it was just weird, but because that was like my only friend that was named Sean that spelled it that way. Uh, but 
I think that's weird. That's and then the weirdest funny. one. I will say the weirdest one I've seen, and I because I thought I I knew a guy that spelled it like this, and I just thought I just thought he was the only one that spelled it. But there's other Shans that spell it this way, and that is S H O N G E. And for the longest time, we call him Sponge <laughs> because he is because if you change the H to P, you get Sponge. I don't even know how, like, why is there a G in this version of the name? No, I think there are, like, some international names that they pronounce alphabet differently. Yes. Somehow. Right. I don't know. I don't know. If you are a Sean that listens to this podcast, I want to know how first how you spell your name. And what how kind do you, of Sean are you? What kind of Sean? And this is why people come to the Ninja Turtles podcast to learn about how to spell the name Sean. This is probably the wildest tangent that we've ever gone on this podcast before that has nothing to do with the show. You're educating people. We are educating people about the word Sean. Alright, if you're if you're curious, because we don't actually officially know the way how this cop spells his name. If you're curious on the way I spelled it, I spelled it like S-H-A-U-N. Because that was the first one that came in my mind to spell Sean. That kind of Sean. That kind of Sean. <laughs> exactly. Um, now... Uh, the, so like, there, we had a, we had a line. Uh, I think it was Raphael said that I know we are short, but not that short. Right, and because this is where we're going to go into when the turtles like reveal themselves and they're like, oh, this is the Ninja Turtles. Uh, the cop was like, no, these are actually leprechauns, and you know what a leprechaun is, right? No. A leprechaun is um. It's one of those, uh, one of those fictional, one of those fictional uh, characters like uh, from from mythology for, uh, from Ireland, the one that like they have like the pot of gold, uh-huh. like and uh, they're known for being short and wearing green. Uh-huh. Right. It, it like you know so St. Patrick's Day you see a lot of leprechauns. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, so now you know which one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, this is like the most I like so. This cop character is the most Irish thing that this show has. <laughs> and, like, I mean, it, it, it's like every stereotype that you could think for Irish people, this show has put in in this one episode alone. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he thinks they're leprechauns and he's like, and, and his, this is why he's letting the turtles go, because they're leprechauns. So he can get, I guess, the gold or something like that. Like you know, he's like, he's like, no, no, be friendly to the leprechauns. And uh, while his, the, while the chief of police is kind of like, no, go after them. And he's like, I can't. These are leprechauns. <laughs> but yeah, that's why Raphael says we're not that short. Uh-huh. But this is where April. April. Say hundred and thousand times. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We now return to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I feel like they knew that uh, we are going to make this sound effect. Yes. Like many years later, they would say that, okay, let's for those people in the future, 
we in this episode we keep saying that right that it won't go waste right exactly that's exactly what they were they're like oh oh jason and anna they're gonna make a soundbite when we're whenever we make the characters say the full title of the show and so therefore we're just going to just keep doing it so in this episode april says it twice now i almost wrote that sean o'flanagan says it but we'll get to that part at the end but it's only april she only says it twice but the fact that it's a full title like makes it sound like whenever whenever someone says it once and you feel like you heard it like 10 times yes but later we we have more of that yeah all right while baldini and uh tortelli have the kids all of a sudden we get some like rats coming into the museum yes but the way it is uh, I thought it was very cool the way they they mm, brought the rat king because um, Zach said, uh, "All right, you rats." Right. Because he was like, "You guys are like rats," right. and then he showed up. Right. Exactly. Yes. No. It, it was actually pretty cool. But yes, we have the rat king, and the rat and the rat king is like having the rats charge after uh, Tortelli and Baldini. And, like, now we're having, like, you know, just the, like, you know, the bad guys fighting the, fighting each other now. And because of this, that this causes uh, Zack and Caitlyn kind of to escape with the gem. Mm-hmm. And one thing I note, I don't know if you noticed this. Boldini and Tor- Tortelli were at the end of the wall. Did you read what the sign at the wall said? Dead end. Dead end. <laughs> That was actually kind of funny from the... Whoever decided to do that, that was pretty funny. Yes. Because, it's like, like seriously, why would it, Why would the wall say dead end on it? <laughs> I mean, it was, like, just a wink to the kids. It's another, like, fourth wall break here. Yes, it was, like, a symbolic... A symbolic one. It is like, hey, guys, guess what? <laughs> there's, there's, like, this is it. They're at the wall. You can't go anywhere else. <laughs> Uh, I, I just thought it was funny. It was so easy to miss, but the fact that it was there. <laughs> and I'm so glad you caught it too. I, didn't, I wasn't sure if you caught it or not. Yes, yes, because I, I was trying to what they wrote on the wall. <laughs> All right. While, while that, while all that is going on, and because of, and uh, because of the rats, um, they start like uh, chewing up the security things, and they, they basically they trap. They trap the kids in the museum. Yes. Now, while that's going on, the turtles and April, they escape. They escape through April's news van, mm-hmm. which makes me question how did the turtles get there? Because we didn't see the actual turtle van at all in this episode. So, like, yes. I don't know, the, the turtles and the turtles forced the two uh, young teens to walk to the museum. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. Over. Yeah, Uber, yeah, exactly. But we actually see, and I believe this is the first time we saw it, we actually see when they go in the sewer, the sewer grate goes down to let the news van in. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I know we see this more, especially with the turtle van. And, like, and like especially the sewer grate. Soon this is going to be our, like, uh, we've seen the already the exterior shot before, like, where they tra- when they want to transition to the sewers. Like, oh, here's... Where they are, we see that sewer grate. Yeah. But that sewer grate is going to be, in the future, going to be, like, our basic thing of, like, oh, we're at the turtle's home. Here's the sewer grate. Mm-hmm. Kind, of, kind of like when we see the Technodrome. 
Yeah. Like this is like our our thing to see. Like oh here. Like, this is something that I notice in all American shows when uh, they show the location, especially the house. Yes, that is something very common. That is like that is like a transition, and it's supposed to give like the audience that um that visual cue of like okay we're here now. I don't think other nationalities do that. They don't. No. I don't know. You could be right. Only America. I oh think yeah. No, this it's a very common thing, and this is actually I, I know they teach this in like um, media school for for transitioning for TV shows. I don't know. I mean, I grew up uh, watched so many other kind of shows. I never saw something, but uh, when I came to America, this was something that I really noticed that yeah. they keep showing outside the house. Then we see the uh, yeah. Then we see the yeah. It, like I said, it's it's just there, so it's, it's that visual cue for like the people to know. Okay, we're in here now. Like the, so, we don't have that that abrupt. We go from one scene to the next scene, and with like you know, th- this is like just the kind of eye catching thing. Yes, I think I think that's here they do it more bold. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I no, I I definitely think you're right about that. Now, at like while that while that goes on. The officers, they're trying to get inside the museum because, like, the museum is, like, shut down. It has, like, the reinforced walls. Mm-hmm. And this is what I wrote. All right. There's at one point, like, there's the door to the museum. And there's an officer, like, pulling on the door, trying to open it by pulling. Yes. And then you have another officer that jumps and tries to, like, <laughs> ram into the door. And, like, and, like it's in my mind. I was like, okay, no, no. It doesn't work like that. You can't, you can't pull like pull and push. And push. And yeah, <laughs> like you have to pick one, and like no one picked the uh, the animation team did not pick one. It was just so odd for me. And then, and then, all right, I still think this was to me this was odd. So the turtles in April, they're they're in the they're in the museum. But before that, uh, uh, April. Asked the turtles, are you guys okay? And then um, I think it was Leonardo. He said, um, I think we are okay uh, if Donatello, if Don, if Michelangelo doesn't uh, pretend that he's uh, in a gangster movie. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, actually, I forgot about that line. Because <laughs> he was acting like, oh. Yes, yes, yes. Mikey had like, whole, that whole uh, gangster moment. Yes. Uh, kind of thing. And this is also when, this is also when they reveal like, the turtles in April did not know. Like this is why they're. This is why neither the turtles or April can be parents. Now, in the turtles' defense, they're still only teenagers, so I, I can forgive them. But April, April being the only adult with like with this whole like seven people, they're like, oh, Zach and Caitlin aren't with you, and she was like, oh, I thought they were with you. Oh, by the way, did we miss the part that April... No, no, no. We didn't miss it. Uh, okay. Can't wait for I can't wait for that. <laughs> but, so, the turtles, they notice that there's a van that says Tortelli Museum Remodel. Remodeling, I should say. And this is, like, where I'm like, okay, like, uh, you know, Torte- Tortelli... Don Tortelli is a gangster. I think he's well-known in the media as a gangster. And, like, but, so his last name should be known, like, because, like, it, it's, like, Tortelli. It's not, like, Smith. It's not, like, you know, it's a common last name yes. that everyone, I mean, you know, like, even, like, Patel. 
Like, something like that. Like, you know, it's like, oh, anyone can have that last name. But, like, it's it's Tortelli. And, like, he, so he has a van that literally has his name on the van. And it says Museum Remodel. Like, it's, and, like, we we know his after, like, we, we know, like, the things he's, like, really after are, like, you know, like, priceless items. And most of those come from museums. So it's, like, almost like this, like, blatant thing that says, Hey, guys, I'm a crook, and here is, and here's some evidence for you guys. Like, <laughs> I'm about to steal expensive stuff. Right. Right, exactly. I'm about to steal expensive stuff, but you know what? It's okay. It's okay for this van to be right here in front of the museum. I love how everyone in the Ninja Turtles has to have a van. Oh, yeah, yes, everyone has to have a van, exactly. Everybody has a van. Like, well, how come, like, no one has, like, cars? Like, no one has, like, you know. Yes. Like, uh, yeah. So, you know, they, they open the van. They find out there's a big hole in the van so they can, like, sneak in to the sewers to make it to the to the museum. And, like, all right, another thing about this episode. This episode keeps mentioning about sewers. The only time we actually see the sewers is when it's, like, the Ninja Turtles, like, um, living room. We don't actually see any, like, because Racking is in the museum's, uh, basement. <laughs> the Turtles, like, even though they get in, they go, they have a scene where they go into, like, their lair, like, they quickly, like, go back to the museum. Like, <laughs> like all this, like, sewer talk, and we don't actually see much sewers in this episode. Wow. Now, while all of that is happening, we got we got Tortelli back to what he's known for, which is tickling. Tickling. <laughs> and so we see we see Caitlin and Zach. They're in the chairs, which look like the same chairs that he has like in his hideout, but mm-hmm. they're still in the museum. So I don't know. Maybe maybe like maybe that museum had like four of those chairs and like Don Tortelli stole two of them um but they're in those they're in the chairs both with no shoes on and tickling their feet now I'm gonna say this there wasn't not this scene but there was a scene earlier when uh Tortelli's like holding on to Caitlin and it was a kind of awkward scene that I don't think awkward dialogue that I don't think that would happen like in today's uh standard standards and practices for television where he's like asking like a minor like oh where do you where do you want me to uh to uh to tickle you in the in in the arm or in the or on the feet and like it's just when you take it out of context it's really awkward it is like it really is like whoa dude she's like barely a teenager (laughs) but but yeah they're but they're, they're they're tickling uh, Zach and Kaylin to try to get, like, the gem's, like, location. And at this point, I really, at this point, I really, like, what did happen to the gem? Like, it just kind of, like, just... Oh, the gem, because, uh, the, what was the girl? Kaylin. Kaylin. She said, uh, we will hide it, um, the last place they, they look for. Oh, okay, I totally missed that. So, I was probably writing something. So, uh, I think they put it back uh, in the oh in the thing okay so that's happening the turtles run into you know the irish the 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 
the Irish cop again, and... Oh, I wanted to say that April kissed the... Uh... That's, that's what I wrote here. Flir- <laughs> flirty April. Because, like, you know, they're, they're like, okay, give us, like, what? They said, like, what, like, five minutes or something like that? Like, and we'll go... Uh, we'll, give us one hour. Yeah, yeah, one hour, yeah. They're like, give, give us one hour. We'll go, like, uh, we'll go get them for you, and and we'll return the gem. If we don't, we'll turn ourselves in, because, like, they got to do the hero thing. Yes. And er- everything. And, yeah, we have, like, April just, just flirting. She's like, okay. She goes and kisses him. And, like, uh, uh, you know, she's, like, playing the whole uh, girl card there. And, and then, all right. Now... I really want to talk about this. I think it's awkward. I think it's weird. The museum has a climate control center. Because now at this point, like, Racking is working with uh, with the Italian cousins here. Racking was reviewing the paintings with her rats. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Do you want to talk about the, 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 the painting reviews? I'm sorry. I skipped this part. The Rat King was showing the paintings to the rats and asked them, what do you think about this one? And they, they showed their head like, no, we don't like it. Then he, he showed another painting of a cheese. What do you think of this one? Then the rats were showing that, like, they love it. And he was like, yes, I was thinking the same thing. <gasps> yeah. So, as I said, Rat King is now in, like, the, the control room for the computers like, and this is after, like, after the rats, like, chewed it up. And, like, he's like, oh, we can control the weather here. And so, instead of, like, we see, like, Rat King, like, typing in something in the computer. Now we're just going into, like, rats, like, chewing on, like, motherboards. <laughs> and I, I'm just like, you have the computer right there. Like, like, how, like, now you're just, like, ruining things. Yeah, I like this better... Because something that bothered me in the movies that when they want to show that someone is very smart, they show that they just go in the room, type something in the computer, and... That's true, yeah. And suddenly, so many changes and save so many lives just right. by typing. Right, right. No, I agree. <laughs> I, I agree. No, it, it probably... It's like, it, okay, rats chewing on the motherboard is... I don't think it's going to, like, control the way that you want it to control, but... I guess you, I guess, but I guess you are right there. But so now, like the museum's like has this like weather thing. That's like I want to add those this weather. Like this isn't like a oh this is a weather room so you can feel like what the weather is in this kind of uh, situation. The weather is like controlling like all over the museum in front of the arts and everything. Because I'm gonna get into this later. But the museum has. These strong winds that can push four-foot turtles. And by the way, we have our official size height of the turtles in this episode because Raphael does mention his their four foot. Oh, they do. Yeah, because like that that he mentions that like uh, to the copper like uh, he says he he says like we're, oh we're we're four four feet tall, and that's like when the cop is like oh you guys are leprechauns. Uh-huh. Uh But yeah, the but these. But we have winds that can, like, just push turtles away, which is crazy. And then, not only does it do that, it also snows. And we're seeing just a ton of snow in, like, the hallway and, like, the in the uh, paintings room 
where snow is like made out of water. It's frozen water. These will ruin the paintings. <laughs> yes. I don't know who designed this museum was like, oh, let's, let's have it snow. Why they even need the uh, climate control, which is right. not a thing. But... Right, 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 exactly. I mean, now, if this is like, if there's a part of the museum that's a science museum. Yes. Then, I mean, and like, I, I guess it has to, I guess this is like part art, part science, because there's a paleontologist that works in this museum. Well, like, the gemologist is, like, nowhere to be seen, or the historian is nowhere to be seen, but, okay, well, let, let's not get, let, but let's not get into the schematics of this museum. Let's just, just mention the fact that, like, this climate control science area is, like, affecting where the paintings are. Where, in a museum, you don't want this to do, like, this is not where you want this stuff to happen. Yes. No one's gonna be, like... Oh, let me, let's look at these paintings. Oh, I'm so glad there's a gentle breeze and this, uh, this light storm in here. And we even see, that one point we see the sprinklers, too. Yes. I mean, and like, again, in the room with the paintings. So, I don't know. Whoever made this museum was not in the right mind. So, like, all this is going on. Donnie and Caitlin... They split up from the main group. Yes. And and like they're like, okay, let's go, let's go uh, fix this um this weather thing. Yes. While she said that she they had a tour of yes. the museum. Yes. Yes. She says they had a tour of the museum and she knows where to go. And so Donnie goes with her. And while the other three are with Zach and they're uh they're going after. The bad guys and getting and like making sure the gem is safe. Yes. Now, uh, this is the point where they go into the basement. The basement also has snow all over it, which is just weird. Cause now at this point, why, if you have a climate control, why even go to the basement? This is not where people are supposed to be in. Like, yeah. Uh, whoever designed this museum was like that. Like, you know, this this person was should have been fired. And I'm hoping this person was and never designs museums ever again. But at this point, we have the three turtles. This is where we have the wrong turtle talking. Because, like, you know, this is like when uh, when Mikey says, Oh, it's, there's a chance of snow. There's a snow with a chance of turtles. Which, no, it, there's not a chance of turtles, Mikey. There are turtles. You guys are there. They're like, you know, it, it, it's like when the weatherman says, Oh, there's a chance of rain. As... He tells me this as, like, there's rain going on outside my living room when he tells me this on TV. I'm like, no, weatherman, that's not a chance of rain. No, that is rain. <laughs> the chance is, has happened. Oh, uh, like, you know, uh, but, you know, so something I always, met, you know, because something I've, we've been keeping track of is, like, the turtles and their weapons. Uh-huh. You know, so Leo has his swords. Raph has his size. Yes. But guess what Mikey doesn't have? The, the nunchuck? The nunchuck. No nunchucks. It's, it's still being... He's still being edited out of his nunchucks right now. Uh, poor poor Mikey. Now, technically, because of the wrong turtle talking, Mikey does have weapons. He has, he has a size because he's in Raphael's body right now. But when he goes back to his body, he loses his size. Now, there is also a weird part... In this, like, fight where we cut to the turtles and 
we hear Michelangelo, and I'm going to try to do this as best as I can. And if you guys suddenly stop the podcast uh, because of my poor impression, I don't blame you. But we have Michelangelo go, Cowabunga! I apologize again. (laughs) (laughs) But he does it, like, in that, like, that long form. And it's weird because he's saying that, but, like, they don't show, like, any indication that he's shouting. Like, we don't actually see, like, we just see the back of his head, but we don't see any, like... We don't see any indication like he would actually be in any position to be shouting that battle cry for that long. Because it's not like Kawabunga and like no, he like holds it for a good while and he like they just like they're just awkwardly moving. So then when the girl uh, showed them the uh, the climate changing and everything, don't tell uh, tell her that you're good. And then she said. Um, she, uh, she stopped him and says that if you want to say you're good as a girl, just just stop it right there. You know what? I'm going to say this right now. That is an incredible line, especially for the decade that this line was came. Like, do you Yes, yes. It's like girl in power. Yeah, girl in power. Because, like, late 80s, early 90s, like, check check your stuff. Oh, like, ch- check all those, like, uh, episodes and everything of, of other shows. This is, like, where they kind of show girls as, like, either the damsel in distress, uh, they're they're not really doing much, or they're being, like, April in this episode, we're just flirting with people and not really uh, doing much. So, so now we have Caitlyn, who actually does something, and... Who has this empowerment message where she's like, don't say, don't demeanor me by saying for a girl. Yes. And I thought that was actually really cool. And like, I just like, I, I, one just didn't even realize that the show even had this because of, I just really thought it was just going to be, I still thought it was going to be in that time where, oh, the females are there just to be captured i mean you know you, you know we yeah we had like some strong april and irma episodes but at the same time april and irma they still degrade down to like just like oh they're just there to be there yes essentially like irma is more uh, like dumb right and they kind of like make april more uh i mean she's a smart but uh they also like make her like more attractive right then uh, for a show that is more for the like the audience are more boys, then this was a very good lesson. Right. No, I agree. This was a really good lesson. I'm glad it's in there. I don't know if we get more of this in this show. I hope we do. But this is I this is a great example. I I, I really like this. I'm glad and I'm glad the writers put this in the show in this episode, especially for like I said, when this episode, like, came out during the time. This is, like, because that was something, that was something, like, you know, they could have easily, like, just overlooked or just, they easily could have made Caitlyn just someone who is being captured and Zack saves the day. But instead, like, she still gets captured, but Zack gets also captured. But she, like, she does have her moments. Yes. And which makes her stand out. Out, which I really like 
that they did with her. Mm-hmm. Now, now at this point, we have Mikey doing some magic tricks. For some reason, his hat came back. I don't even know where how where he stored this hat, but he was like, "All right, I'm going to reveal the magical ropes of steel." He pulls out his hat, and then all of a sudden, pigeons come out. Yes, there are pigeons, but they're not pigeon pits to make no. you. Yes, yes, to make me happy, they are not pigeon pits. <laughs> actually, I don't even, actually know. I, I take that back. These aren't pigeons. These are doves. I'm sorry. Sorry, birds. I got your species wrong because they're white doves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, they're uh, they're doves. That's like what magicians usually have in their hats. And Mike is like, oh, I'm sorry. I brought the right. I brought the wrong hat. And I'm just that all all that does is just makes me questions like, how did Mikey get to keep those pigeons <laughs> in the hat in that hat and they didn't fly away right away? But you know. Ask Penn and Teller. Yeah, I will ask Penn and Teller about that. <laughs> But then he does, he gets the right hats, or at least pulls the right item out of the hat, uh, where he gets a uh, grappling hook, not his turtle grapple. We will get that, we'll actually, we'll actually get the grappling, his turtle grapple pretty soon. We're actually not that far away from season four. Uh, but he uses that to type up, to tie up Baldini and uh, Tortelli, and, and basically... Then we, then after that, we cut into the news. Like, as we get revealed that those two have been captured, the gem is safe, and as the Irish cop is about to say, thanks to the teenage mutant ninja, then what, what, what was the last word? <laughs> Leprechauns. Oh, really? Yes, that's what he said. So, because I thought he I was like, oh, we're going to get the full title again. But no, he actually, because he still thinks they're leprechauns. Oh, I think I was too excited that we are getting so much of that for the sound effect. I didn't pay attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that he, yeah, he, he pulls a fast one on us, calls them leprechauns. And I mean, Mikey goes in full, like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's you audience. Let us know. Is it racist to imitate an Irishman? <laughs> but he goes in just the full, like, Irish mode as we hear, we even hear Mikey says, Pecora! Like, you know, just some Irish phrase that a lot, a, lot of people, a lot of the Irish people are known to say. And he jumps on the table and does an Irish gig. And that's how this episode ends. Overall, uh, what did you think about this episode? was cool uh, uh i think it was cool it was cool enough for me to follow up uh but it wasn't something that i think people like remember so much no honestly i think a lot of people only remember it because it was a burger king uh vhs tape and since the burger king tapes only had like you know one episode uh like and because a lot of people actually owned it through that way so I think that's what makes it memorable for a lot of people. For people who didn't own it, I can see this being forgettable. I will say... For me, it had like some features that made it special for me, like being in a museum. Yeah. Like bringing that girl character. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like Caitlyn. We will see Caitlyn again. Unfortunately, we will not see Dor- uh, Don Tortelli again. This is his final appearance. Uh, I will say, I think what really kind of like disappointed me was the fact that our last appearance of Don Tortelli 
was so memorable and so much fun that when we get him in this one, he is kind of like, mm. yeah, he's just kind of like there and like he doesn't like do anything. Like so, it, it it it's it's like his first appearance all over again, except he's not big and fat. Uh, but uh, you know, um, other than that, you know, like I said, it's it it's there. It's a non Shredder episode, uh, so it does get forgotten a lot because obviously Shredder and Krang, uh, the, their episodes are more memorable because those characters are more loved. So we got that. I will say one thing I'm shocked is uh, so Peter Peter Renade does the voice of Don Tortelli. He also does the voice of Splinter. We didn't get a single Splinter uh-huh. uh, in this episode. Yes, yeah, we do that. Uh, it, it, it was just kind of funny how like he did like the villain, but not his like major character. Yes, we had like uh, we didn't have a Splinter, we didn't have Shredder, we didn't have Krang. Yeah, we didn't have Krang exactly. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did get. We did get the voice of like Leo, uh, being like the museum curator. We had like the, uh, we also had like you know, uh, we had Rat King. Rat King, I just forgot how much Rat King shows up in this, especially in this season. <laughs> so, uh, that's all we have for uh, this episode. Uh, something I do want to mention is that we are less than ten episodes. From the end of season three, we are on the final disc of season three. Season season three is like the longest, like because it, it it has the most episodes. How many season is in general? Uh, there are ten seasons in general, okay. but not all seasons are made the same. Because if you remember, season one was only five episodes. Season two was thirteen episodes. Season three is the longest with forty-seven. Uh-huh. For a second, I was about to cry. Like, oh, is it about to end? No, we still got to and this is something I want to mention because um the next longest season is season 4. Mm-hmm. And uh some uh, we will get uh we're going to mention this more when we get into season 4, but we're actually going to make season 4 the longest season. And it we're cuz we're going to like uh we'll get into like how we re- how we're going to structure how we do the episodes for season 4. But we're going to do it differently than the the DVDs and even the way they aired the show. Because if you guys, if you guys, uh, if you guys remember, uh, season four was done in two networks. It was done in syndication and it was done in also, also in uh, CBS. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do some creative ways to split that up. Also, also what we're doing with season four is we're adding another season to season four, and that we're gonna also add the European season uh-huh. into season four. And even though that didn't air, that 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 aired like even in Europe, that aired after season four aired. Uh, continuity-wise, it kind of happens in season four. So we're we're gonna go through continuity and everything. But like I said, we'll we'll talk about the structure of season four when we get there. We're actually really close, but. Like, like I said, we still have nine more episodes of season three. That means about three more months, and then we get to finally end season three. Yay! Yes, exactly, yay. Join us next week as we talk about the episode, The Missing Map. 
Um, and if you have any questions or memories or things you want us to talk about in that episode, be sure to email us at be sure to email us at turtlerecallpodcast at gmail.com or uh, tweet us at uh, turtlerecallpod on Twitter. Uh, you have anything else to say? Just just have a serious magical night. You know what? That sounds <laughs> great. I love it. We will all have a serious magical night. Alright, till next time guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to Res TV to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.